Hey, hey, hey. So let's go ahead and get started on this adulthood chapter six. Everybody's got a story. One that has molded them into who they are. So here's my story. Ups and downs, good and bad. Take from it whatever lessons you choose. And if it doesn't pertain, just leave it. Come listening as I share my diary. Cause this is D's diary, D's diary, D's diary. So, as soon as we got done with boot camp, usually, at least for the Marine Corps, when you get done with boot camp, you go home for a little bit, I think it's like a week or so, and then you have to report back. Um, if you're on the East Coast, somewhere in North Carolina for weapons training, that's when you learn all these, um, all the different types of weapons um, you utilize if it ever comes down to it. And nothing much happened that uh, in that month we stayed there at weapons training. So I'll go ahead and fast forward to when we actually got to uh, Mississippi. That's where I did my uh, occupational training so whatever job you get in the military when you join you obviously have to go to school for it so that's where I I went um, to do mines in Mississippi so when I got there and is I guess it's officially the fleet life because you're out of boot camp you're in the real Marine Corps your own base and you're meeting people from everywhere you know like some some if you went to boot camp with them and you all have the same job you know you'll still see some of them there but you just um we just met people from all over and it was a uh, it was pretty amazing like I said that was the first time in the fleet so mind you what my uh, drill instructor has said to me right after I left boot camp you know that was still kind of playing in circles in my mind and and I used to think about it. I used to be like you know you know, what does she mean that I'm not focusing or that I'm not giving my all? You know, it's just, you know, sometimes when people make statements, um, I mean, it doesn't necessarily make it true or false, but however you decide to interpret it. So I had met this, um, this Marine. I forgot what country he said he was from. Russia, Cyprus, somewhere, somewhere in Europe. And, um, you know, prior to you starting, prior to the Marines starting class, if it's not your time, uh, like, let's say, I think when I got there, we were starting class, I think a week and a half later. So in the Marine Corps, they don't like you to have free time on your hand. <laughs> so they find something for you to do. So we're helping around base, you know, with whatever uh, needed to be fixed or, or whatever. So one day we were all, the whole cleaning team, I don't know, we were cleaning a warehouse or a base, we were doing something and we were on break and we sat there and I was just sitting there and I remember um, he had sat next to me, he was like, what are you thinking about? I was like, oh, you know, nothing, just tired of cleaning up. But I was actually 
thinking about what my drill instructor has said. So that I turned to him, I was like, are you trying to become honor grad? So basically when you're at your schoolhouse and you're the top graduate, uh, graduate in your class, you are considered the honor grad. And not only that, you get to um, move up rank meritoriously. So, you know, like in the Marine Corps, when you first join after like three months, you pick up one rank. After I think three months again, you pick up another, and then after six months, you know, there's time frames for that. But if you do something extraordinary or you go on the board, you can just pick up meritoriously, whereas you just skip to the next rank. So I asked him, I was like, um, are you trying to become like a meritorious? I think we were both E E3 at the time or E2 which is a, a private first class. So I was asking him, I was like, do you want to pick up rank? And um, he was like, you know, I guess, I don't really know. So he was like, why? I was like, cause I'm, I think I want to try to go for the honor grad. He was like, oh, okay. <laughs> He's like, good for you, that's what's up. And I asked him, I was like, why don't we compete? He was like, compete, what do you mean? I was like, why don't we compete for honor grad? Like, against each other you know he was like isn't the whole class competing I was like yeah but when you have an actual person you're competing against you know you um I guess you're more aware of it because you all can kind of communicate and see where your <laughs> your rankings are so he was like he was like so we just try to see who is honor grad I said yeah to see who who can get the highest GPA and he was like he was like okay sure he was like, so what do we have to do? I was like, you know, every every uh, test or exam or whatever we have to do, we just try to see who can get the highest on each, not just like, I mean, overall also, but, you know, like each milestone. So he's like, okay, sure. So, you know, I think we had a few days left and we, uh, we didn't tell anyone about it at all. <laughs> we just kind of kept the competition between us. So a few days later when we started class um the we were all sitting down they sat you like in order of your name so i was like all the way to the front of his name was at the end of the alphabet somewhere so he was like at the back so when we sat in the class that first day the teacher had the chevron you know that's what we wear on our uniforms um so he was walking you know like pacing from the front to the back he was like he had the Chevron in the glass, a small glass case. And so he was holding it up. He said, this here is for whoever's the honor grad in the class. You know, he's giving his soul spiel. He was like, and you know, whoever has the highest GPA um, after like every exam or everything like that. So uh, it can move from one person's desk to the next person's desk. So it may be on your desk this week and you you know bump some test and then it's on someone else's desk so he was just giving us the whole breakdown of it so when he said that you know I turned <laughs> I turned to the back and I <laughs> looked at my competitor and so he looked at me he just chuckled so I guess the teacher saw that he was like oh what do we have competition going on we just like, oh no just you know we didn't want it to be all known and stuff so I think we had started that Monday and on Friday we had an exam. <laughs> so we 
get to Friday morning and, you know, the teacher's like, you're all about to take your first exam and whoever gets the highest on the uh, test, you, the Chevron leaves the teacher's desk and comes to our desk. So we all take the test or whatever, you know, and we go, because during the day we come, we you know, uh, we're in class and then we go to chow or lunch and then we come back. So we took that exam in the morning and we came back in the afternoon. He was passing out all the tests and he said, well, it seems like <laughs> we have two people who scored the same points on the exam. So both um, he and I had scored 100 <laughs> on our test. So the teacher was like, well, since we have one Chevron, we're going to have to you know, add something physical to see who gets it. So he, he was like, you know, both of you come on the ground and you're going to almost do like sit-ups. So we're going to, you know, sit back and lean up and like hold ourselves up, but someone's going to hold our feet. So he called two more Marines. He was like, hey, grab her foot, grab his foot, and let's see who can, you know, stay up the longest. So we went to the front and the whole class was like standing there. And then, uh, you know, everybody's like cheering on, it's like, stay up, stay up. So the person who's holding my, my, uh, who's holding my foot down and I'm in like the crunch position and he's yelling, he's like, you better not fall. You better not fall. You know, <laughs> he's like, you better not fall. He's yelling. He's like, you got this, you got this. And then the guy who's holding, uh, my competitors foot down, he's yelling, he's like, you got this. Don't let her beat you. Come on, you got this. So everybody's like cheering on. And we were literally probably there for like, no joke, probably like three minutes. Like, you know, we, we just came from boot camp. We were pretty fit at that time. Like, try to get him to do that right now. I might struggle a lot a bit. <laughs> Not a little bit, but anyway. So they're yelling at us and we're both going. And then it's it's weird, even though we were competing but we're still like pushing each other you know like I would look on the right and be like you know just push through push through you know it was friendly competition he would turn and be like hey you got this just push so the, the teacher was like what are you all doing are you are y'all not trying to win y'all over there encouraging each other but we knew what you know we had planned even though it was competition but it was still really friendly and to hold each other so long story short he dropped and Every you know, I got the the person who was holding my leg. He jumped up. He's like, "Yes, you got it." So he like the teacher. Sorry, teacher was like, "Everybody go back to your desk." So I go sit down. The teacher puts the chevron on my desk. He's like, "Well, as of this week, the chevron is on, um, you know, PFC so and so desk, and let's see who's gonna take it from there." And from that first day, the chevron touch touched my desk. It didn't leave it until we're graduating and you know every week I think we had to test about every week or so but every week even though we like I said we're competing certain days when we had an exam or something coming up um, he and I would get together and study we'll study and then you know test each other and then you know obviously we'll go take the, and we've I think for the first four weeks, like our GPA was the same. So we both kept scoring 100, 100, 100, 100 on our test. And then I think one week 
he got like a 99 on one test and I got a hundred <laughs> in another week, you know, I got a 99. So we're just, you know, going like that, but my GPA stayed up. And, um, I remember I used to, and you know, that's the thing about observation. And I, you know, told my older sister later on in life, when I first joined the Marine Corps, it was after my first year of college, um, but you know, prior to my going to the first year, my obviously my older sister, she was in college before me. And I used to remember, you know, she, you know, her first year, first and second year of college, she got all A's. And I remember we, cause we shared a room um, at that time and she would, you know, I would see her go to sleep, especially like if she had a test or something, she would go to sleep and she would wake up like Let's say like 2 a.m. study, maybe for like an hour, go back to sleep, look at like six, go back to sleep, look at like eight. You know, I used to see this routine. So when we celebrated her first year of college and um, she got her little, what is it, report card, whatever whatever people get in college. And you know, she had all, a, all A's. So when I had gone to my occupational school in the Marine Corps when I was in Mississippi, I was like, you know what, let me try this. I don't be trying to wake up. I mean, even though I always had good grades, but I never, you know, really did that. So I was like, let me try this out. So I, every time we had a, throughout the week, I always study. I didn't just wait till we had a test or anything like that. But when we did have an exam, that's when I would like come from class, you know, eat dinner or whatever, relax probably for an hour or two. And then I would start studying and I would go to sleep, wake up for like two hours, study, you know, I, I would do that. And I realized like that really helped because one, the knowledge always stayed. It's like I wasn't only studying for Monday, 6 a.m. or, you know, Friday's test or like I just always knew it in my head, which was pretty awesome because some days we didn't have paper exams. We had where they would put us into like two or three groups in class and we would like compete, maybe compete for like uh, to leave early, like that group gets to leave earlier. The other group doesn't have to do physical training that day, you know, whatever the competition was. And I remember, and I remembered, um, in the class, everyone would be like, Oh, I want to be on these team, you know? <laughs> and, um, but I, I just always knew the, the information or, you know, like we call it, I just always knew the knowledge. So even if we're in class one day and they didn't tell us it was going to be a pop quiz and they were like, hey, today we're doing a quiz. I wasn't saying it like, oh, I didn't study and everything like that. So long story short, we uh, get towards the end of the class. You know, I'm still having the highest GPA and everything. And it's time for us to graduate. And, you know, every class... You know, there are different uh, people, there are different groups of different occupations in like, uh, in the same schoolhouse we were in. So we were like logistics, someone else was like something else and air traffic control or whatever they were. So during the graduation, we'll all be in this big auditorium and they will call, you know, like the honor grad for this class that's graduating, that class, so on and so forth. So, and then they will have the honor graph for all the graduating classes. So they, you know, called all the honor grads with the class. And because me and this Marine had competed the whole time, our GPA was really close. 
And um, so they, even though he wasn't the honor grad for our class, but they also called him from the war because he had higher than the other honor grads that were in there. So they call the honor grads and they call him. They're like, you know, graduated a GPA with, uh, I think it was like a 90, 98.9 or so. They call his name, he walked up and got the award. And then they were like the honor grad for our class and the honor grad for the overall. So they're like the honor grad for this graduating class and also the overall honor grad for this whole ceremony is, you know, so they call my name. And then I was walking up, they were like graduating with a GPA of 99.92 or something. And I get up there and um, you know, I'm standing for the officer because everybody's everybody's like about to be pinned on or so. Um well not not the um not the boy I was competing with, not the Marine I was competing with because um he didn't get a rank up, he just got an award because he had a high GPA. So they put everybody's Chevron on because they had went meritoriously to the next rank. So when the officer got in front of me, he was like, What did they say your GPA was again? I was like uh, 99.92, sir. He was like, oh my gosh. You know, we've never had that in the schoolhouse before. He was like, keep it up. He, uh, you know, so I was like, thank you, sir. So when we're done, we all went back to our seats. And they were like, congratulate, you know, congratulations, graduating class. And they yelled and everybody clapped or whatever. And then yeah, everybody clapped and, you know, we all went out. So when we got outside the building, um, you know, like the teachers, they were like, you know, congratulations and everything. We're like, you know, thank you. So he and I were walking home, walking to our barracks from the school. And then he was telling me, he was like, thank you. And I was like, thank you for what? He was like, thank you for asking me to compete with you because I you know, tapped into a part of me that I didn't really know was there. I didn't really care to to check out, you know? And I was like, oh, you know, you're welcome. I was like, thank you too, because you, you stuck with it and you helped me push myself as well, you know? I said, because you could have just, after a week or two, been like, you know what, this is your thing. I'm not, I don't want to be a part of it. You know, which goes to show like, at the end of the day, we all play a very, you know, a vital role in pushing each other at different times. You know, I know people have this tendency like, oh, I did it all on my own. It's up to me. I did it without no one's help to each his own. But oftentimes in life, some of the lessons we learned, some of the advice people gave us that we didn't want to listen to, that's what ends up pushing us, you know. So we get, we all get back to the barracks room and, you know, and I go back to my room and I'm laying there, you know, cause now I have my Lance Corporal Chevron on, the, on my uniform, the one I'm wearing. And, you know, I get the little award and I go to my barracks room and I just start crying. I told y'all I'm a crybaby. It is what it is. <laughs> and I'm crying because I, I'm saying to myself, oh my gosh, she was right. My drill instructor was right. If I actually took the time to really focus on something, to really give effort to something, 
look what I can do, you know? And I wasn't like crying because I was sad or anything. It's like I was disappointed in myself at certain times in life that I could have studied a little harder or give a little more effort here, you know? And I just didn't. And I just, you know, I just said to myself, you know, the day I see her again, I'm going to tell her, you know, thank you for that little boot camp exit speech because it really made me tap into a part of me that I just had to see for myself really exist if I, you know, put my mind into something. And, you know, wish I did end up seeing her in the Marine Corps years later, but you all will hear about it in later stories and the conversation she and I had. But, you know, I just say to you all listening, just just test it out. Test your ability to be great. You know, I know it sounds cliche. It sounds like the speech every life coach try to give someone, but how do we really know what we're capable of or what's inside of us if we don't put it to the test? You know, don't get me wrong, many days... I wanted to just go to that boy and be like, you know what, let's forget about this competition. I don't feel like studying because some days it did get hard. But let's, you know, challenge each other and challenge ourselves to, even when things get hard, to really just stick to it, to learn commitment. That's something I had to learn and that's something I'm still learning, like to be committed to something, to be committed to a goal, even when it's hard and stuff. Like, you know what, I'm just gonna do something else. Because at the end of the day, whatever goals and stuff we have in life, without commitment, I mean, we can miss out on a lot. And there's endless possibilities of things that we're able to really achieve if we put our mind to it. But how often do we really make that commitment to do it? You know? So as I'm concluding this episode, I say to you, or I should say I challenge you, find something you've always wanted to do or a goal you've always had and give it a try and see or maybe a goal you're working towards right now you know I challenge you to just stick through it the ups and downs valleys and mountains until you finish it and you know see what the other side looks like because as as much as we may not like it life is hard, it's unpredictable, it's a lot of things that we wish we could avoid, but come to find that sometimes that sandpaper experience is the one that really, you know, molds us into whatever it is that we need to do, so yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and close it here, I thank you all for listening in, and until next time, God bless.